Hello, my name is Craig Kelly, and this is Common Prayer. I want to welcome you here as we're ending out our week with evening prayer for this Friday, July 14th. Uh, for those that are just coming in for the first time, again, my name is Craig Kelly, and I'm helping people go through what is known as the daily office. This is a tradition of prayer and scripture reading that goes back to the Church of England, to the Anglican tradition. In the Book of Common Prayer, there's a morning and evening prayer that makes up this daily office, and it involves a liturgy of prayer, confession, uh, worship, going through the Psalms, going through the scriptures, um, having prayers of intercession, prayers of thanksgiving. And I found that it's been a way to really help focus my prayer and devotion life. And it was something that I started up about the beginning of this year because, like many other Christians out there, I was having trouble being consistent in prayer. I'd find things that would get in the way, or I'd find things that would take up my time, or, or I would be in prayer and devotion and my mind would wander or get distracted. So having this liturgy, this set series of prayers and readings and responses really helped me keep my focus, kind of steady my mind so that I could really zero in on what I was praying. And um, I found it to be very enriching for me. So I thought if it worked for me, maybe it'll work for some of you guys out there as well. So I every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I've been going through morning and evening prayer. So if you would like to join me in evening prayer for this Friday the 14th, there are a couple of ways you can do that. One is to go to dailyoffice2019.com. Make sure you're clicked on evening prayer for this July 14th, and you can follow along there. Uh, another way you can go follow this is to go to the Anglican Church in North America's website at anglicanchurch.net. And they have a, a Book of Common Prayer uh, edition that they published in 2019, and that's what I'm using for this uh, podcast. So if you click on Resources and look for Book of Common Prayer, uh, click on that, and you should be able to find uh, a PDF of the entire Book of Common Prayer, if you'd like, or I believe they do have uh, some uh, word files or uh, word processor files with uh, some other reading, uh, some other services, pardon me, on there. So morning prayer, evening prayer, and so on. Or you can just follow along with me as I go through the service. So whichever way you prefer. And I think I've rambled on long enough. Let's <laughs> prepare. Let's prepare our hearts for spending time with the Lord here in evening prayer. Let's take a quiet moment and just let's prepare ourselves for for prayer. So again, this is evening prayer for Friday, July 14th, 2023. This is the Friday after the sixth Sunday after Pentecost. And in every service, it begins with an opening reading of scripture. So we'll go ahead and begin with that. I will thank the Lord for giving me counsel. My heart also chastens me in the night season. I have set the Lord always before me. He is at my right hand. 
therefore I shall not fall. Dearly beloved, the scriptures teach us to acknowledge our many sins and offenses, not concealing them from our Heavenly Father, but confessing them with humble and obedient hearts, that we may obtain forgiveness by his infinite goodness and mercy. We ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before Almighty God, but especially when we come together in his presence to give thanks for the great benefits we have received at his hands, to declare his most worthy praise, to hear his holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things which are necessary for our life and our salvation. Therefore, draw near with me to the throne of heavenly grace. Let us humbly confess our sins before Almighty God as we pray together. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Grant to your faithful people, merciful Lord, pardon and peace, that we may be cleansed from all our sins and serve you with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Let us say together the words of the Fosaleron, beginning with, O gladsome light. O gladsome light, pure brightness of the ever-living Father in heaven, O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now as we come to the setting of the sun, and our eyes behold the vesper light, we sing your praises, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices, O Son of God, O giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. The psalms appointed for this evening prayer for the 14th day of the month begins, they begin with Psalm 73. Truly, God is loving to Israel, even to those who have a clean heart. Nevertheless, my feet had almost stumbled, my steps had nearly slipped, for I was envious of the proud when I saw the ungodly in such prosperity. For they are in no fear of death, but their bodies are healthy and strong. 
They come to no misfortune like other folk. Neither are they afflicted like others. Therefore they wear pride as a necklace, and they wrap themselves with violence as with a garment. Their eyes swell with greed, and their hearts overflow with wicked thoughts. Their talk is malice and mockery. They have proud looks, and tyrannous words are on their lips. For they have set their mouth against the heavens, and their evil speech spreads through the world. Therefore the people turn to them, and find no fault in them. They say, How should God perceive it? Is there knowledge in the Most High? Behold, these are the ungodly. They prosper in their ways, and they have riches in possession. I said, Surely in vain have I cleansed my heart, and washed my hands in innocence. All the day long have I been afflicted, and chastened every morning. Indeed, had I spoken as they do, then would I have betrayed the generation of your children. When I sought to understand this, it was too hard for me, until I went into the sanctuary of God. Then I understood their end. Surely you set them in slippery places, and cast them down and destroy them. Oh, how suddenly are they consumed! They perish and come to a fearful end. Indeed, like a dream when one awakens, so shall you make their image vanish out of the city. Thus my heart was grieved, and I was wounded within. So foolish was I and ignorant, as if I were a beast before you. Nevertheless, I am always with you, for you hold me by my right hand. You shall guide me with your counsel, and after that receive me with glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? And there is no one on earth whom I desire in comparison with you. Though my flesh and my heart fail me, God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. For behold, those who forsake you shall perish. You destroy all those who are unfaithful to you. But it is good for me to hold fast to God, to put my trust in the Lord God, and to speak of all your works in the gates of the city of Zion. Going on to Psalm 74. O God, why have you utterly cast us off? Why is your wrath so hot against the sheep of your pasture? O oh, think upon your congregation, whom you have purchased and redeemed of old. Think upon the tribe of your inheritance, and Mount Zion where you have dwelt. Draw near, and behold how all is made desolate, and how the enemy has destroyed all that is in your sanctuary. Your adversaries roar in the midst of your holy place, and set up their banners as tokens of victory. Like hewers of timber in a thicket of trees, so have they broken down all the carved work with axes and hammers. They have set fire to your holy place, and have defiled the dwelling place of your name, 
even to the ground. They said in their hearts, Let us make havoc of them altogether. Thus have they burnt up all the houses of God in the land. We do not see any signs. There is not one prophet anymore. There is no one who knows how long these things shall continue. O God, how long shall the adversary do this dishonor? How long shall the enemy blaspheme your name? Forever? Why do you withdraw your hand? Why do you not take your right hand out of your bosom to consume the enemy? For God is my king of old. He is the one bringing help upon the earth. You divided the sea through your power. You broke the heads of the dragons in the waters. You smote the heads of Leviathan in pieces and gave him to be food for the people in the wilderness. You brought fountains and waters out of the hard rocks, and you dried up mighty waters. The day is yours, and the night is yours. You have prepared the light and the sun. You have set all the borders of the earth. You have made summer and winter. Remember this, O Lord, how the enemy scoffed, and how the foolish people have blasphemed your name. Deliver not the soul of your turtle dove to the wild beasts, and forget not forever the lives of your poor. Look upon your covenant, for the dark places of the earth are full of violence. Let not the oppressed go away ashamed, but let the poor and needy give praise to your name. Arise, O God, maintain your own cause. Remember how the foolish one blasphemes you daily. Forget not the voice of your enemies, nor the tumult of those who hate you, which increases ever more and more. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The first lesson for this evening prayer service is a reading from the book of Ezra, beginning with the first chapter, the first verse. In the first year of Cyrus, king of Persia, that the word of the Lord by the mouth of Jeremiah might be fulfilled, the Lord stirred up the spirit of Cyrus, king of Persia, so that he made a proclamation throughout all his kingdom and also put it in writing. Thus says Cyrus, king of Persia, The Lord, the God of heaven, has given me all the kingdoms of the earth, and he has charged me to build him a house at Jerusalem, which is in Judah. Whoever is among you of all his people, may his God be with him, and let him go up to Jerusalem, which is in Judah, and rebuild the house of the Lord, the God of Israel. He is the God who is in Jerusalem. And let each survivor, in whatever place he sojourns, be assisted by the men of his place with silver and gold, with goods and with beasts, besides freewill offerings for the house of God that is in Jerusalem. Then rose up the heads of the fathers' houses of Judah and Benjamin, and the priests and the Levites, everyone whose spirit God had stirred to go up to rebuild the house of the Lord that is in Jerusalem. 
And all who were about them aided them with vessels of silver, with gold, with goods, with beasts, and with costly wares, besides all that was freely offered. Cyrus the king also brought out the vessels of the house of the Lord that Nebuchadnezzar had carried away from Jerusalem and placed in the house of his gods. Cyrus king of Persia brought these out in the charge of Mithridath the treasurer, who counted them out to Sheshbazar the prince of Judah. And this was the number of them, thirty basins of gold, one thousand basins of silver, twenty-nine censers, thirty bowls of gold, four hundred and ten bowls of silver, and one thousand other vessels. All the vessels of gold and of silver were five thousand four hundred. All these did Sheshbazar bring up, when the exiles were brought up from Babylonia to Jerusalem. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say together the words of the Magnificat. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from now on all generations will call me blessed. For he that is mighty has magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on those who fear him throughout all generations. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones and has exalted the humble and meek. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, has helped his servant Israel, as he promised to our fathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be world without end. Amen. The second lesson for this evening prayer service is a reading from St. Paul's first epistle to St. Timothy, beginning with the sixth chapter and the first verse. Let all who are under a yoke as bondservants regard their own masters as worthy of all honor, so that the name of God and the teaching may not be reviled. Those who have believing masters must not be disrespectful on the ground that they are brothers. Rather, they must serve all the better, since those who benefit by their good service are believers and beloved. Teach and urge these things. If anyone teaches a different doctrine and does not agree with the sound words of our Lord Jesus Christ and the teaching that accords with godliness, he is puffed up with conceit and understands nothing. He has an unhealthy craving for controversy and for quarrels about words, which produce envy, dissension, slander, evil suspicions, and constant friction among the people who are depraved in mind and deprived of the truth, imagining that godliness is a means of gain. But godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into the world, and we cannot take anything out of the world. But if we have food and clothing, with these we will be content. 
But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation, into a snare, into many senseless and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evils. It is through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pangs. But as for you, O man of God, flee these things. Pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, steadfastness, gentleness. Fight the good fight of the faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called and about which you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. I charge you in the presence of God, who gives life to all things, and of Christ Jesus, who in his testimony before Pontius Pilate made the good confession, to keep the commandment unstained and free from reproach until the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ, which he will display at the proper time. He who is the blessed and only sovereign, the King of kings and Lord of lords, who alone has immortality, who dwells in unapproachable light, whom no one has ever seen or can see. To him be honor and eternal dominion. Amen. As for the rich in this present age, charge them not to be haughty, nor to set their hopes on the uncertainty of riches, but on God, who richly provides us with everything to enjoy. They are to do good, to be rich in good works, to be generous and ready to share, thus storing up treasure for themselves as a good foundation for the future, so that they may take hold of that which is truly life. O Timothy, guard the deposit entrusted to you. Avoid the irreverent babble and contradictions of what is falsely called knowledge. For by professing it, some have swerved from the faith. Grace be with you. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's say together the words of the Nunc Dimittis. Lord, now let your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of your people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let us proclaim the tenets of our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed. Let's say together. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, 
the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. These next several responses are followed by the response, We entreat you, O Lord. Let's pray together. That this evening may be holy, good, and peaceful, we entreat you, O Lord. That your holy angels may lead us in paths of peace and goodwill, we entreat you, O Lord. That we may be pardoned and forgiven for our sins and offenses, we entreat you, O Lord. That there may be peace in your church and in the whole world, we entreat you, O Lord, that we may depart this life in your faith and fear and not be condemned before the great judgment seat of Christ. We entreat you, O Lord, that we may be bound together by your Holy Spirit in the communion of all your saints, entrusting one another and all our life to Christ. We entreat you, O Lord. Amen. The Collect of the Day for this Friday after the sixth Sunday after Pentecost. Let us pray. Grant us, O Lord, we pray, the Spirit to think and do always those things that are right, that we, who can do no good thing apart from you, may by you be enabled to live according to your will. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A Collect for Faith. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, by your death you took away the sting of death. Grant to us, your servants, so to follow in faith where you have led the way. That we at length, that we may at length, pardon me, fall asleep peacefully in you and wake up in your likeness. For your tender mercy's sake. Amen. A prayer for mission. Let us pray. O God and Father of all, whom the whole heavens adore, let the whole earth also worship you. All nations obey you. All tongues confess and bless you, and men, women, and children everywhere love you and serve you in peace. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
feel free at this time to pause the podcast to take any personal uh, intercessions, any personal uh, prayer requests, whether for yourself, for others, for family, for your community, whatever you feel on your heart to bring before the Lord tonight. Just go ahead and pause the recording, take some time to do that, and then we'll come back together for the Thanksgiving. So having brought all of these needs and petitions before the Lord, let us take the time to thank him for his blessings in the words of the general thanksgiving. Let us pray together. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation preservation and all the blessings of this life but above all for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our lord jesus christ for the means of grace and for the hope of glory and we pray give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise not only with our lips but in our lives by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time, with one accord, to make our common supplications to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen. Well, that brings this evening prayer service to a close. Thank you so much for praying with me. I hope it's been a fulfilling time for you. It's been a profitable time in prayer in the presence of the Lord, going through the scriptures, going through the prayers. If it has been a a time of fulfillment, a time of uh, communion with the Lord, please let me know about it. I'd love love to hear from you. If you have any thoughts on the podcast itself, or have any questions regarding the the liturgy, or how all this came to be, anything like that. I would love to uh, love to hear from you, love to interact with you. Uh, you can reach me by email at commonprayer419 at gmail.com. Currently, I'm also on Twitter at commonprayer419. Um, you can also reach out to me that way. Hopefully, I can get um, make a presence on some of these other social media platforms, but... Uh, But that's what I've got for now. Also, if you happen to be in 
my neck of the woods here in the Northwest Ohio area. I'd love to hear from you as well. Um, there's not a lot of opportunities for fellowship in the Anglican tradition in this part of the state, at least not where I'm at. So if this is something that uh, appeals to you, uh, by all means, let me know. This could maybe grow into a chance for some, some new fellowship or some, uh, you know, some, some more community uh, growth that way as well. So yeah, I'd love to hear from you. Be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast uh, again, the podcasts are scheduled to come out Monday, Wednesday, and Friday every week from uh, 8 a.m. for morning prayer and also at 5 p.m. Uh, for evening prayer. That's Eastern Standard Time. Um, and I think that is about it. I think we're getting ready to wrap up this week, this 30th podcast, I believe it is now. Wow, that's can't believe I've done it this many times already. It seems like I just got this started. So so in any case, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Again, this has been Common Prayer. My name is Craig Kelly. May God richly bless you, and I will see you next time.